He drove stealthily away from the MC, hoping that Saber wouldn't notice his car passing. He stopped at the local grocery store, where he noticed a headline loudly and boldly quoting Mac, talking about how the Fredrickson Corporation had been planning to plow over the wolf conservation. Mac could understand why they would be angry about it, but he didn't get what the man had meant by the corporation putting them into danger. They had some kind of investment in the conservation area? What was in it for the group of rough-and-tumble motorcyclists? Maybe they were just being territorial. Everybody cared about the place where they came from. Either way, Mac felt furious. Saber had thrown him under the bus. He had spoken about him at first as if he wanted to protect him, and then as if he was trying any means necessary to convince his MC that he was on their side. He would choose them over Mac any day. Why had he been allowing himself to fixate so much on a man who clearly could not be trusted? Mac seethed as he passed a display full of the marshmallows that he had roasted with Saber the last time they had been together. He couldn't believe that he had allowed himself to fall for the idea that Saber might single him out somehow. How many other men was he with, anyway? They had never mentioned that they would be exclusive, but for some reason... Mac had assumed that the strange and powerful pull that he felt toward Saber had been mutual. Maybe he had been delusional, only believing what he wanted to believe. Either way, he would have to snap out of it. There was no way that he could convince himself any longer that whatever they had was meant to be. He bought a few more supplies to eat at the campfire and headed back out to his campsite, wondering if maybe it was time for him to leave. He had gone to the Joshua Tree National Park to clear his mind and learn more about who he was. Unfortunately, all he was finding out was that he was a pathetic and hopeless romantic who had gotten himself involved with a guy who was bad news. Not only that, but that guy spent most of his time with men who would kill people because they were being territorial and somehow found themselves endangered by the idea that other people might encroach on their turf. And if he wasn't understanding the conversation well enough, it only meant that he was even more clueless than he thought. Whatever the case was, he knew that he had to get himself away from Saber. The man was just a bag full of trouble. He was disconcerted by the fact that Saber would be able to find him. Apparently, he was quite the outdoorsman and had even rescued him from falling off the cliff. He had tracked him in the dark and found his campsite easily. He always came and went when he wanted to. But what about when Mac needed him? How was he ever supposed to find him? And when he did find him, it was never a welcome meeting. He couldn't live like that any longer. He had to get Saber out of his mind. Penny for your thoughts? Saber's low, rumbling voice said from out of nowhere. Mac nearly jumped out of his skin and turned around, his face contorted in fury. What are you doing here? Saber raised his eyebrows and chuckled. Looks like it's a bad time, he said with a shrug. Maybe I should just get out of here. Suddenly, Mac felt foolish. His anger evaporated immediately. He had been pissed off that Saber had offered to throw him under the bus, but to be fair, he had only said that they could do that if Mac proved Saber wrong about the kind of man that he was. Maybe you should try and talk about it. They could still try and work things out. He just wanted things to be okay between them. 
It's always a bad time if it's only going to be your time, Max said. Saber cocked his head in confusion and Max sighed, frustrated both by Saber and his own inability to express what he meant. You're not making sense, man, Saber said, speaking slowly as if to a toddler. I mean, sometimes I want to see you, and when I go to find you, I hear things like you would kill me if people started encroaching, because it was my fault or something like that, Mac exclaimed, flustered. He had expected Saber to be mad, but instead he shook his head and uttered a low whistle. I thought I saw your car out there, Saber said. You were taking off, so I figured you hadn't been there to see me. What's wrong? You don't think you can find me? I don't understand what you're talking about.